This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So there's food at the station today. Mm-hmm. As fried chicken, sweet potatoes, collard greens, cornbread. Mac and cheese. Mac and it's cheese. It's from Fixin's. From Fixin's, which uh, is a restaurant that I will wind up trying eventually. But right now I'm very serious about my eating. There's it no is. more chicken, by the way. There's more chicken? No more. Oh, no more No, because you took the last piece. You, <laughs> yeah. should, you should see Jorge's plate. It's a chocolate oh, yeah? bar donut, right macaroni right and right cheese, here. and fried chicken. Oh. Right Check it out. Check it out. Look, you it's know, on camera. It's on camera. Yeah, it's on camera. There you go. So, uh, by the way, we do have a YouTube component today. Yes. Uh, you can uh, follow the show on YouTube. Just search ESPNLA, and we will pop right up. Andy Kamenetsky's in for John. I think there is... Sort of, while I'm watching everything that I eat, I think there's a fundamental unfairness about there being really good food in the building. Look, well, I'm watching what I eat too. Look, watch. Yeah, watch. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Look, all great achievement requires a degree of struggle. 201 is the official weight today. 201. 201. Yeah. If I get to 195, I'm gold. That's what. That's your goal, 195. 195. I just need to so you have to maintain to it, though, right? I know how to maintain a weight. Okay. Like, I maintained 210 for about six months. <laughs> oh, so you can maintain for six months. And right, then, right. Okay, okay so and here's the I thing, Amanda. You, you understand this stuff, too. So he she, he is... My headphones all messed up. Um, he is eating 1,100 calories a day. Yes. Whoa. Which is very, very low for anybody. And mm-hmm. why 1,100 calories? It just seems to add up to that. So you just decided this on your own. Correct. I just it's not uh, under a doctor's order or anything the, like that. I'm having problem. my this is spinach, the Mason diet. My spinach feta sandwich every morning from Starbucks and then a dinner that's about eight hundred calories. So the problem with this is though that once you start eating again, everything is going to come back very heavily. I, so, I don't I don't buy that. You're not, I know how to get to a certain weight and stick there. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna stick there. And once I stick there, you'll be excited about this, boss Amanda. Then I'm going to start dressing like an adult male human being. Oh, so you're going to continue to dress sloppy. No. Until I, you get to 195. Then once you get to 195, you'll actually ding, ding, ding. not look like a homeless Are person. Are you wearing jeans today? I am not. Uh, I was dressed Are for you at ball. least wearing Viore joggers? I am not. I'm dressed. <laughs> oh, you are like true homeless. Ross, like, dressed like, for like less. A, rest, dressed like a vagrant right now. Yeah, you know, Jorge and I walked past uh, Ross Dressed for Less here in downtown yesterday, and we thought of you. Ross Dressed for Less is fantastic. <laughs> now, here's my advice to Ross Dressed for Less. Organize your damn clothes. You walk in there now, and there's just like piles of stuff that people have tried. It's so hard to figure out. The Depends s- on the store. The sizes aren't where they're supposed well, so to be. You just You're walk getting in what you paid and, for. And grab whatever. Pretty much, it's a grab and go for me. <laughs> it is super. I mean, because that's what you there. look like. But this is what you're yes. paying you for. You look like you don't really sort through. But once I get to 195, I'm going to organize myself. Well, then and I'm where gonna are you going to shop at? I'm going to shop at. The Banana Republic. Oh, okay. Mm. Marshalls. Yes. I don't believe that. Marshalls. You're okay, going I'm, TJ Maxx and Marshalls? I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Marshalls. How about Nordstrom Burlington. Rack? Can I get you to Nordstrom Rack? Yes, I'll go okay. to Nordstrom Rack. Okay, yeah. let's do How about you hit 195, you start shopping at Nordstrom Rack. Okay, and, that sounds and good. And you stop you, shopping at Ross. I'm in. Burlington I'm in. Coat Factory is Burlington the Burlington Coat Factory, <laughs> fantastic. These are all underrated uh, places where a lot of our listeners shop, so let's not bag on places We're like I, I donate all my coats to Burlington Coat Factory. They, probably, have a coat, they have a coat drive every year. I probably have one of them. <laughs> 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 all right, so I, Marshalls you mentioned. So I've got to, I'm going out to, I'm taking, uh, I, I know this doesn't happen very often, but I've decided to take a couple of days off, mm. a couple of rare days off. Mm. So I'm going to go see mom out in the desert. And I decided that I'm going to have a day without one, without not stepdad Leo, with just me and my mom. So it's a date with my mom. Tell me how this date sounds to you. One, we go to brunch, because that's a very mom thing, right? Go to brunch. Uh, Bottomless mimosas? Yes, yes. (laughs) Two, uh, we go shopping at Marshall's, which is her favorite store. Nice. Great. Marshall's is more organized than Ross. It is. Correct. Yeah. Then we go to Fantasy Springs where she can mindlessly stare at a slot machine, uh, press the button, and watch what 
comes up. The penny slots. The penny slots, exactly. And then last, this may be the questionable one, I'm taking her to see Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Does she want to see Cocaine Bear? I told her, she doesn't know anything about it, I told her O'Shea's in it. And she knows O'Shea, so it's, uh, oh yeah. It's so really that roars, one's more for roars. you. It is more for okay. me. Cocaine Bear, by the way, opening on Friday. No, I see, I actually think this is very Donna. Donna would love that movie. It's, yeah. It feels like that's her genre. What, what a bear? Bear a, movie? No, yeah, I just, a bear she likes she likes stuff a whole like bunch that. Of cocaine? From everything that I've seen, I would think that she has an, a sense of humor that would enjoy right. this. My mom loves bears and she loves coke. This is a perfect <laughs> movie for her. I didn't say that portion. Her only complaint about that movie, The Edge, with Alec Baldwin and Anthony Hopkins and the bear, not oh, enough cocaine. Bear. Exactly. Not Don't look behind cocaine. these not curtains. Enough yeah. Not yeah. enough blow. So anyway, that's mom date. On, of course, uh, that blow didn't have enough bears. Yeah, correct. The Johnny Depp movie. You saw that they dropped. There is apparently. Apparently a similar case where they dropped a bunch of cocaine in the ocean off of Australia. It somehow landed in the ocean, and it leads to the natural sequel, right? Cocaine shark. Cocaine shark, yeah, man. Would you rather fight a cocaine shark or a cocaine bear? Bear. I think it'll be easy to, easier to navigate on land than in the water. Why? Because moving in water, there's so much resistance. Sharks scare me more than bears. But do. bears are extremely fast, and you can't go up a tree. They can climb trees. Right, can, but I, that's like what how I was you, thinking. I was thinking I'd climb up. You the have tree. an easier time trying to zigzag on land, which apparently is what you're supposed to do with a bear. Like you're supposed to zigzag. You're not supposed to go and run off in a straight line, or you pretend to be big yourself and try to scare them. You yeah, can't I do that stuff them. in water. Aren't yep. you supposed to play dead with a bear? I've, Isn't that what Leo did in The Revenant? Did he not play dead with he, the bear? He did play dead. He, he fought the bear. He fought the bear, but didn't he put like a didn't he put like a dead body over himself? Yeah, he did. He did. It's a fake bear. That doesn't count. Come on. It's a movie, oh, Jorge. Man. Yeah, I think, suspend reality. Oh, I think you play dead with in, the bear. What to do when encountering a bear? A bear. But he's yeah, supposed to punch are, are a shark like, in the nose. Yeah, aren't there like mixed things on bears? Like some people say act big and scary and make noise, and then other people say yeah. act dead. So, yeah, what is the correct answer? Well, according to PBS, um, oh. Oh, very yes. credible. Okay. Yeah, very credible. I'm, they've, they've got a list. If you encounter a grizzly, do not run. Okay. Avoid okay. direct eye contact. Yep. Walk oh, away okay. slowly if the bear is not approaching. If the bear charges, stand your ground. You cannot outrun it. Stand your ground? Yes. Do not scream or yell. Speak in a soft, monotone <laughs> voice. Well, this is PBS. Oh, you know. bear. Oh, God, oh bear. nice bear. Uh, Would you let, please not eat me, bear? Stay away from me, bear. Wave the arms around to know the animal, to let the animal know it's human. If you have pepper spray, prepare to use it. If the Bear, grizzly charges within 25 feet. Use the spray. If the animal makes contact, curl up into a ball on your side or lie flat so, on your stomach. Do not panic. Remain as quiet oh, as yeah, possible. Oh, yeah. That's don't so panic. Easy. Don't that's panic. good advice. Oh, this Can we just, agree? Lay, just lay there in a ball. Oh, this is the best part. Can we just agree that we're dead in either situation? No, no. You act big first. I think you might have a better chance of surviving a bear attack than a shark attack. You punch the shark in the nose and it runs away. That is. You I, try punching Yeah, but you got to get to the shark's nose. Just, it goes first, slow, right? but it's you get coming there. up from underneath you. Well, you, you don't, well, and it's the, on blow. <laughs> yeah, remember. Well, the, okay. Remember, uh, that's the biggest factor in all this. Well, same the, with the bears the bear on blow, and the shark are on blow. Okay, yeah, the bear is. You think it's gonna? You're waving your arms, and the bear's gonna be like, "I'm on blow. I'm going right after you, no matter what." Actually, what I'm seeing right now, the advice is very similar. Okay, try not to thrash and splash around as you slowly swim drown. backwards. You must try and keep the animal in sight. Very slowly and gently swim backwards. You've got to be careful. Large sharks can attack in very shallow depths. Okay, wait a minute. So you've got to be careful? That was the you advice? Have to be careful. <laughs> oh, be very, very be careful. careful. Here's the difference. There's a shark. Here's the difference. Don't the, splash too much, but swim backwards. With the bear, no direct eye contact. Apparently with the shark, don't take your eyes off it. Oh, is that right? Mm -hmm. Supposedly oh. there is a punch in the nose thing that does work. That sounds difficult with the resistance of water. Correct. Again, it does. If I got to take my chances, I'm taking it on land. I'm taking it on land, too. You flip a shark belly up, they go dormant. Look it up. Okay, so Trust big, me. great white shark. Oh, yeah, so how, how, we, how are you going to flip it, it over, Jorge? How are you doing that, Jorge? You I just dive underwater, come up below it, and push it from the bottom. Yeah, I didn't say I'm doing that. I'm saying that's a fact. That's <laughs> either a way, fact. either way, you're pretty effed. You just I roll mean, it over. But I would take my chances on land as opposed to in the ocean. I agree. Yeah. All right, uh, I wanted to get... Yeah, let's do this. Uh, we, got, we got a minute here. Baseball. So let's say that they add two teams to Major League Baseball. 
And Jim Bowden, who writes for The Athletic and is on a bunch of other stations, uh, a bunch of other places, Sirius and stuff like that, uh, he says that the two most likely expansion franchises are Vegas and Nashville. Vegas and Nashville, which my friends back east call Nash Vegas. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so Vegas and Nashville. Now, what he suggests is that it'll then be 32 teams and they would realign everything. And he suggests, for example, that in the East, the Yankees and the Mets, same division. Ooh. And in the West, Dodgers and Angels in the same division. His new West is Arizona, San Diego, Dodgers, Angels. I think that sounds fantastic no you have to keep the Padres and Giants in the same division as the Dodgers he's got the Giants uh with Colorado nope Las Vegas nope Seattle nope no it's terrible you don't like it. absolutely not the Dodgers and the Giants need to be in the same division yeah I mean I frankly someone like Jim Bowden who knows baseball extremely well that's a rookie mistake right there it really is I'm actually disappointed in Jim Wow! For that, that was, Look, it was a, I, it's a bad idea. Look, I say it's this respectfully. Idea. Jim Bowden really knows baseball. Right. I, I'm frankly, I'm shocked that he would make that mistake. Yeah, he, and well, you get I rid think, of the Padres. If you're going to do it that way, you're going to get rid of the Padres and keep the Giants. No, you'd probably take the Giants and get rid of the Diamondbacks. So it would be sure, Giants, fine, Angels, Giants. Dodgers, Padres. That sure, would but, be a really good division. But why do we have? Why do you have to have the Angels and the Dodgers in the same division anyway? Well, because you're going to realign because you've got thirty. Are the Rams teams and the Chargers in the same division? Four t- no, but you're not realigning right now. What he's saying is. If it's 32 teams, you go to eight divisions of four teams. Okay. Eight divisions of four teams. Like the NFL. Like the NFL. Sure, you have the AFC and the NFC. But you you're the crossing the AL, AL and the NL. NL. Right, and why not cross them? Why not have the Angels and Dodgers playing 17 times I don't want the Mets and the Yankees together either. They 17 should absolutely times in be. a season. They're the rivals. Why do you not want the rivals in the same division? First of all, the Angels and the Dodgers are not rivals. They will be if they play 17 times a year. Why are you trying to create rivals when you already well, have one? Well, they will be the after the Dodgers take Otani. Yeah, <laughs> especially after the Dodgers get Otani. I can't wait for that day. Yeah. Well, you just shot down the entire Jim Bowden. <laughs> I, I mean, and he started it. Hey, I got to be honest. You're he was right. I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I say it respectfully, Jim. Yeah. Respectfully. Respectfully. Bad. All right. So uh, coming up next, let's do this uh, coming up next. There uh, is a new athletic uh, poll here. Who's the best trash talker in the NBA? Who do you most want to see a ring, win a ring? And what do you think of the midseason tournament? Uh, concept. Uh, the uh, players have spoken out in this brand new poll. We'll give you the results coming up next for you. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So I have really lucid dreams. Like I can remember them. They feel real to me. Um, I remember very clearly my dream last night. I was in uh, Palm Desert where I used to have the movie theaters, which are closed now. I used to have the movie theaters. And I went into a sandwich shop, and they had a sandwich called the Mason in Ireland, and I ordered the sandwich called what was Mason in, in Ireland. I, I don't rec- I, The details elude me, but I'm wondering why we don't have a sandwich named after us somewhere. You sh- Not only should you. It's good promotion for I, us. I actually don't think it would be that difficult to make that happen. Really? Like, I know... You know, I used to do work over at KPCC when A. Martinez was the host before he got moved. Smart guy radio. Yeah, before he got moved over to big NPR. Yes. Like, A is doing 
He's really? doing great. He's doing fantastic. A lot of letters. But, but there were a bu- <laughs> there were a bunch of <laughs> it is a lot of letters. K P C C N P R. Yeah, there was a lot of them. There. A yeah. Martinez. A Martinez. But there was a period there where a bunch of hosts over at K P C C had different sandwiches at this place in Frogtown. Really? Yeah. It, um, I think it's called Wax Paper is the name of the place. I will have the Larry Mantle sandwich. There, there was a Larry Mantle, I believe. <laughs> there was an Alex Cohen. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> an there Alex were, Cohen. There sandwich. was an yeah. A yeah. Martinez sandwich. And somewhere in the South Bay, I want to say maybe Culver City-ish, yeah. like sort of the border of Culver City, South Bay, I think there's a sandwich shop where Arash has a sandwich. No. Arash, Arash has a sandwich? I'm pretty sure Arash Markazi has a sandwich. If Arash has what a do you sandwich, want on your sandwich? Have a sandwich? What do you What do you want on your sandwich? Um, roast beef. I love okay. uh, deli if, roast beef. If it's the Mason and Ireland sandwich, it has to be both of you, though. Yeah, what would he want? He, Let's see. No, I'm, a, I'm kind of a ham. So ham... And roast beef together. Well, we'll have to collaborate that's an interesting together. Interesting combination. Yeah, that's, that's a weird combination. Ham and but, roast beef. But no, seriously, if you're a sandwich shop and you want to name a sandwich after us, um, tweet us and we'll. Because I think this is again the dream was there. I think it's going to happen. So there is an Arash Makarzi sandwich. See, yeah. Ike's place. Yeah, yeah. So if you're if has, you got a sandwich shop. It's fried chicken, tenders, slaw, cheddar cheese, wasabi mayo, and sweet honey mustard. That actually sounds, sounds pretty delicious. good. Delicious. Yeah. That that's the Arash Markazi sandwich. Uh, that's a good thing for uh, for sales too, or for our sales team. Sandwich at a at a uh, at a restaurant because uh, we'll wind up promoting the hell out of it. Get on it, Matt Burke. Let's go, Matt Burke. Let's go, Mark Cates. All right. So I wanted to get to this story about. Um, Oh, you know what? A Lajamanu. So this story is about Lajamanu. It's a city in Australia. By the way, I just found uh, the the place is called Wax Paper. Is it? Yeah, there's... Boy, it is a really heavy NPR sandwich presence. There's a Terry Gross. (laughs) There's an Ira Glass. There's an Audie Cornish. They're very mellow, erudite kind of sandwiches, yeah. There there are a lot of NPR. Hedy Lynn Hurtis has a sandwich. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Uh, Does it make me a bad person that I have no idea who any of those people are? I I think this is an inside joke between the two of you because the rest of us have no clue. Well, no, I'm just I'm laughing along. Just to be polite. Evan Kleiman, uh, Steve uh, Julian. Hey, Andy, you love NPR so much, why don't you go work over yeah, there? Well, I, I did for a while. Everybody that brought me in, they're all gone. They're all gone, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, so uh, Lajmanu, Lajmanu, Australia. <laughs> this week, it rained fish. Now, this is an inland city in the outback of Australia. It rained fish, according to the Associated Press. Now, I guess my question is, how the hell does that happen? How does it rain fish in the middle of the Australian outback? Was there some type of typhoon or a storm that basically rose up the ocean water with the fishes? town of fewer than 600 people uh, got bombarded with fish raining down from the heavens. It's in Australia's uh, northern territory, uh, nowhere near the coast. Um, and local children were scooping up the fish in jars and keeping them. Uh, this came after hundreds of fish fell from the sky. Oh, ahead of violent weather. Okay. Now, how does weather pick up fish and move them? My guess is the storm is so violent that when it hits over the ocean, it picks up water. And the and fish, the, fish. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's strong enough to carry the water. It can handle some fish added on top of it. See, I think that's like sign of the apocalypse, isn't it? It, it does raining feel fish, it does. like uh, the Paul Thomas Anderson Magnolia. movie Magnolia, where it rains frogs. Yes, the exact same thing. This feels very much like plagues upon us. We've done something wrong. As so mankind. it's weather related. I'm pretty sure. Okay, got it. I just wanted to make sure of that Lajmanyanu is the name of the uh, town. All right. So uh, who's the best trash talker in the NBA? Were I to guess, yes. I was just going to hit that myself. Were I to guess? Yep. Probably Draymond Green. Draymond Green, definitely a trash talker. Uh, that's not the right answer. Patrick Beverly? That is the right answer. Patrick Beverly, according to NBA players surveyed by The Athletic, is the best trash talker in the NBA. Uh, and I think we experienced that a little bit. And even now, he's like, we he's in Chicago. I, I want to knock the Lakers out of the playoffs. I'm like, yeah. Well, we have two games against two, him. I was going to say, he does have the opportunity to make this happen. Yeah, he does have the opportunity. Um, 
What about where? What player would you most like to see win a ring? For me personally, yes, Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard is on the list. They surveyed eleven players, um, uh, eleven pretty prominent players. Uh, the top choice, Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. There you go. Yeah, Chris Paul. He's never won a ring. Yeah. Would cap off a career. Has a real chance this year. He does. Now that they added Durant. Um, you know what's interesting in that poll, though? This is this is actually what led me to send that to you guys. Mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook got a couple votes. I know. And it speaks to... Russ is very polarizing among fans and media. Yep. And I do think he has at times rubbed players in the league the wrong way, but he still has a lot of respect around the league, too. Like a lot of respect. Yeah, where is that disconnect? Sometimes guys are easier to admire from afar than actually be close to. There's also a generational thing going on here, too. Like John, younger guys who have this idea of Westbrook think, well, Westbrook winning a ring would be great. Contemporary guys, I don't know if they necessarily have the same view. Well, I mean, when, when Russ came into the league... John ja Morant was probably like nine or ten exactly. years old. Exactly. These are guys that that right. you looked up to. Ja probably patterned, especially because Ja's somebody who gets into the paint. Yeah. He probably patterned his game a lot after Russell Westbrook in certain ways. This is interesting. Do you want a midseason tournament? There's been a lot of talk of this, and we just saw the All Star game, which was Bergman sent this the lowest rated All Star game ever recorded. Now, part of this is. Ratings for everything go down every year. It just the the pie gets more and more divided every year that goes by. But the the premise here would be that instead of the All Star Game, you do a mid season tournament, uh, sort of uh, soccer style. Right. How many of the eleven players do you think said yes? Four. Four said yes. Four said maybe. Only three said no. A lot of people have thought, well, why would NBA players agree to this? At least in this very, very small sample size, players seem more open to it than not. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how that thing takes off. Like, it's really a long play if they end up doing this because right. the immediate reaction from a lot of established NBA fans is going to be, I don't care. Like, this feels manufactured and forced. Like, there's no reason for me to care. But as young kids start watching this tournament and they get used to it and they start getting excited about it, more players could start getting excited about it. You just it has to become part of the culture. Yeah. It's not going to be something that overnight people care about. Bergman and Momo hate this idea, but I think that the smart way to do this midseason tournament is to make the champ give the champion a guarantee of a playoff spot. How do you do that though? Win. And you're at least the 10. You can lose every game in the second half, but you're, you're still least, the 10. Well, I mean, aren't we kind of there? There's only two teams in the West that are out of it. Everybody else is in it. We're 13. But, okay, so let's say the Houston Rockets won the midseason tournament. You're going to give them the 10? Yes. I mean, yes. it's ridiculous. Oh, that's not uh, – what, I don't like so crazy You get the 10 or the 8? Well, the eight is a play-in anyway. Right, but but the difference is you only have to win one game, or you get two opportunities to win one game with the eight. See, Andy's on board with this. He's he's. I don't know if he's on it. board with it. I think he's he's no he's, he's on board. With <laughs> it. Fleshing it out. <laughs> I can see it on his face. He's on board with it. This isn't Commander and Chimp. It's a totally different yeah. situation. Yeah, I mean, Commander and Chimp's an automatic winner. Nobody could object to that. The prize has got to be significant to get fans and players really engaged in a midseason tournament, and I think. That prize being guaranteed a playoff spot would be a significant win for somebody. Well, here's the problem, though. If if a team that is, say, already going to be four or better right. ends up winning the play-in, they're the, not the, – I mean, ends up winning the tournament, the stakes are already done. You're the eight point. or better. You're the ten or right, better. But if you know you're going to be the eight or better anyway, unless you're just going to start resting the hell out of guys – there at that point, there's no tension. Like if say right now the Denver Nuggets won this midseason tournament when they're already the one seed, no drama. There's no drama. But if you are the Lakers and you win the midseason tournament, you're not in a playoff uh, play-in position right now. You're actually in the tournament. Well, you yeah, as an either an eight or a, a an ten. eight or a ten. Yeah, 
Otherwise, what is going to incentivize players to be I don't know. in on this? That's the biggest problem they have right now. Because there's a lot of money in it. But the but the money, the money's only going to mean something for a, a handful of the players. There's going to be Correct. some guys on the team that make so much money that a million bucks or whatever it is doesn't really matter. I mean, the, the, we live in a world where for some guys a million bucks doesn't really matter. Right. I mean, th- there's a decent amount of players that even like if you're making a, a full mid level, that's like ten or eleven million dollars. A million dollars may still mean something to you, but it might not be a massive motivator. Well, here's the thing. They've got to get rid of the All-Star game. I agree. That was the worst basketball. It was absolute trash. And a lot. it brings, you know, eyeballs that aren't normally there for regular season games. It's, a, it's not representative of the quality of the league. That thing was a joke. And we've seen, it's been a joke for a while, but this brought joke to a new level. <laughs> the problem right now, and this is something that you see across sports with their version of All-Star Games, it doesn't have the same like utility and purpose that it used to have like 20 or 30 years ago, even 10 years ago, before everything was viral, before right. you could have league passes for every single league and every single team. Like Players used to really need the All-Star Game for marketability and visibility and all that different stuff like the opportunity that used to be there with the all-star game isn't there anymore you can't unwind that like in a lot of ways all-star games they're just an outdated concept when i was a kid the all-star game was a gigantic deal sure but like gigantic okay baseball who's all they've also baseball is actually the best all-star game but but they've been dealing though with issues with all-star game people waning interest but there's natural competitiveness because that pitcher wants to get that hitter out sure but so there's an element of competition that clearly did not exist in the nba all-star game on sunday that's true but even then though like the novelty that used to drive the all-star game baseball was it's your only chance to see american and national league players go up against each other other than a world series now with interleague play it's not as novel like it's not it's not as big of a treat for fans of different sports and i just feel like in an age of global exposure for all these sports and social media there's just a lot that all-star games used to provide that you don't have anymore yeah i think the all bergman don't you think the all-star game in major league baseball works uh it works because guys are actually trying they're yeah. they're pitching for an Clayton inning they're Kershaw trying to get a hit to retire that batter right yes, but at absolutely. the same time though these guys can afford to try because they're only going to be playing like an inning or two and that's nobody wants to six. stop Jason Tatum from scoring right but they also know that they it's let's be honest it's a lot more active trying to stop Jason Tatum than it is just standing in the box waiting for Kershaw go, to pitch. Go on YouTube and start looking up like old All-Star games from the NBA. They were actually... They were competitive they were games. They were they fun. Until- they were not massively competitive where they're playing tough defense, but they're at least trying to stop guys. Right, but they it's also... It's not stepping to the side and letting them walk right through the middle. Like, but, that's this was terrible. Sure. But also, though, those All-Star games provided more of an opportunity... For those players to be seen in different markets to increase sneaker sales or even getting a sneaker deal, things like that, like you don't, they don't provide the same thing anymore. They just don't. Uh, all right, coming up next, we're going to do a little gambling talk uh, with our friend Anita Marks. There is, uh, did you watch any XFL this weekend? I did not actually. I did, and I found it to be much better than I expected. We'll do a little bit of that, a little bit of uh, NBA playoff odds, all that kind of stuff with our gambling expert, Anita Marks. And is she on tonight? Yes. Tonight at 7? She is on tonight at 7. Uh, Anita Marks. Bet LA is on eight, tonight. Sorry, at, 8 o'clock. Tonight at 8. Anita Marks. Bet LA is on tonight. We'll bring her in here next. Mason in Ireland. Andy's in for John 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, 
poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So we do have a gambling authority who is part of the Mason and Ireland show in ESPN, and that is Anita Marks, and she joins us right now. Anita, how are you? I'm great. It's been a minute. How'd it you guys do been. in the Super Bowl? Did you guys did you guys have Kansas City or did you have the Eagles? I had Philly. I had Philly. I had KC. I had Philly too. I had Philly too. Listen, hey, listen. If I would if, if somebody would have reported that that field was a slip and slide, uh, maybe I would have hedged my bet. Um, you know, it totally negated the pass rush for the Eagles, which was head and shoulders a hundred times better than Kansas City. So um, but you know, hey, listen, when you got a ninety-four-year-old dude who's overseeing a field, makes it a slip and slide. Yep. This, this is what you get. This is what you get. What do they call him? The king of sod? Something like that? Uh, they, I don't... nickname, the guy that I don't uh, think was he's in charge that, of the I, sod. I wouldn't, I wouldn't... Yeah, I wouldn't call him that after that. No, definitely not. So even someone right. like you, Anita, who breaks all this stuff down and gets into the real nitty-gritty, something like the, the field itself and the newness of it, like that's something that could get past you. Like that's pretty. Well, it crazy. wasn't. The, it wasn't about. It wasn't. It's, it's a really interesting story, guys. It wasn't about the newness. Oklahoma State spent two years making this sod, making this field. It's made out of a grass called Tomahoe Thirty One. This king of sod or whatever soil, whatever uh, the ninety-four-year-old dude who's overseen every Super Bowl surface, yep. decided to put rye seed right and and, and and grow more like a different grass on it that compounded with the paint made it a slip and slide and so it negated both defensive lines but keep in mind going in the eagles had the better defensive line they had the better pass rush they had over 70 sacks in the season patrick mahomes had all day up back there all day so if you would have told me going in hey anita the the it's going to be a slip and slide eagles aren't going to be ready they don't have the right cleats they're not going to be able to get to patrick mahomes Ooh, may yeah. change things a little bit right all right so how'd you do overall bet in the super bowl I broke even because I had a lot of the prop bets, right? Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, um, I, I, I thought Devontae Smith was going to have a big night. He, he certainly did. Uh, Gainwell scoring a touchdown. Um, well, actually, that was called back. But, um, That's right. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what I, I had a little I had a little celebration a little and then I, I had a, and then I had to reel it in. Um, so you're so going on the I, air tonight, uh, eight to eleven, Bet LA. I want to ask mm-hmm. you. I I saw and. You know, and I don't know the name of the team or anything like that, but I I flew by some XFL football this last weekend. And Riveting. <laughs> I actually thought there were some pretty interesting wrinkles that they've worked in. There was one game, and I think it was the one with A.J. McCarron, where there was a three-point play, um, mm-hmm. three-point conversion, followed by what they call an onsides kick, which is like 4th and 15 from your own 25, I think is what it was, and they converted that and ended up winning the game. Like, these little wrinkles make the game kind of interesting and fun to watch. Well, you've got to do something. I, I mean, let's be honest. You, you're not, they can't compete with the NFL on, on a number of levels. So they've got to make it more entertaining. They've got to make it different. That's why you're seeing, like, you know, the coach being interviewed after. Do you think we'll ever see that in the NFL, a coach being interviewed right after a team scores a touchdown? Or no. the player so, being interviewed right after he scores exactly. a touchdown? Another one? Actually, exactly. kind of kind of interesting wrinkles to or, the whole thing. Or even being able to listen to the play being called. You're, you're actually you're eavesdropping on the coach calling the play into the player's helmet. So it's it, yeah, it's it's all these things to, uh, to to get to get more viewership. Even though I don't think their numbers were very good. No, not very good. Not very good. No. Do you do you have any advice, Anita, for people who want to bet the XFL, like a league where you don't really know the teams, you don't really know the players, but you want to lay down a little action? Absolutely. So, so uh, full disclosure, I was a sideline reporter back in the day uh, for the USFL. Um, I was, I, I worked, uh, Doug Flutie was, was the, uh, the color commentator. Mm-hmm. I was opposite Cordell Stewart. You know, these leagues don't have a lot of money, right? Um, they haven't been practicing very much. 
they're, they're very bare bones, right? So what you want to look for, and, and I, in, in full disclosure, I went 4-0 last week. And, 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 not the, and, and here's another thing. There's not a lot of analysis, right? You guys know me. I do a deep dive. I like to, I like to really get nitty gritty with the statistics. Right. There are none here. There are none here. So this is what you want to do. You want to look at teams that have great coaches, Wade Phillips, He's coaching the Roughnecks. Yep. Bob Stoops. He's te- he's coaching the Renegades. You know, Heinz Ward, for example, first time coach was a, was a wide receiver coach on on a, you know a few other teams in the NFL. This is his first head coaching job. He's with San Antonio. Stay away. Orlando. They have Paxton Lynch as their quarterback, who got benched in a horrible offensive line. Stay away. Right. So uh, so I I loved the Renegades with Bob Stoops. I love the Roughnecks with Wade Phillips. Also, you want to look at quarterbacks who have had success, like A.J. McCarron yep. having success uh, in college and then was a solid backup quarterback in the NFL. Luis Perez is a quarterback for the Las Vegas Vipers. He's had a lot of success in the XFL, the USFL, the, you know, the arena leagues. Right. So, so, so uh, you know, great coaching and, and solid defense and in solid quarterback play is what you want to look for right now. Okay, let's jump to uh, NBA and NBA futures in particular. The Lakers made a bunch of moves at the trade deadline, basically mm-hmm. shuttled uh, six new guys into uh, this raw onto this roster. Um, how were the odds affected by the trades that Rob Palenka made at the trade deadline? I full disclosure. I don't. I don't know what they were pre or post. Okay. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you or, or what they were pre. But I know what they are right now. Yep. And I love. I love this Lakers team making it to the playoffs. Like I'm a believer, and this is. And and I. I went to the window and I bet this even before we heard LeBron James come out during the All Star break and say the next twenty what twenty two twenty three games twenty three games are, yeah. are, are the are the most important games for in, in his career. I, you know, you bring in D'Lo, Beasley, Von, Vando, Mo. I, I think Russell, he's a great shooter, right? He could he could also, he spreads the floor. He brings that three-point shooting element. Vando's got hustle. Mo could spread the floor as well. I think Beasley can be that J.R. Smith component for LeBron, right, when he was in Cleveland. And then when you look at, at the remainder of the teams that are going to compete and that are vying to get in, whether it's the play-in or the top six, Steph Curry, we don't know when he's returning to the Warriors. Towns, we don't know when he's returning to the T-Wolves. Portland, to me, is not an X-factor. And you guys would know this better than I, but like I think it really it all comes down to LeBron's foot, his ankle. You know, There's no time for rest management, right? You've got to win these games in order to get into the postseason, and then it's a clean slate, and we'll see what the Lakers could do. But right now, my bet for them is to get into the playoffs. I really I like what they've done here. Okay, the flip side, though, of that optimism, Anita, the Clippers acquired Russell Westbrook essentially off off the waiver. They brought him in uh, after the buyout. And he actually, according to at least a couple betting lines I've seen, lowered the Clippers' playoff odds. The Clippers' playoff odds were better before getting Russell Westbrook. Do you ever remember like a controversial trade involving a star that affected a line like that? I don't, and it's really interesting because we talked about this on my on our digital show. It's called Bet. It airs every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on on ESPN Plus, and um and it it went vi- it like it thank you it went viral <laughs> like in regard to the number of people who came out and were like this is ridiculous how you know how can you value the Clippers how can you say Russell Westbrook on on the the Clippers make them better I think it does make them better. Listen, it's nice to go somewhere where you're wanted, right? Paul George lobbied for him. Don't forget, they played together in OKC. And, and we were sitting here talking about, I don't know about you guys, I put money down on him being the sixth man this season before, of course, he was traded. So, um, you know, obviously, when it comes down to the Clippers, it's all about Paul George and Kawhi and, and both of them obviously staying healthy. I love their roster. It's deep. You add Gordon. Highland, Plumlee, I think Plumlee is a really great addition. Powell coming off the bench, averaging 20 points a game. And, and, and I, I do like the addition of Russell Westbrook. It, it, it's, uh, you know, I, I, think, I think he's going to fit in nicely with this team. Yeah, just wait for the drama. It's about two weeks away. Just <laughs> counting down to the uh, well, Russell again, Westbrook drama. He's somewhere where it's somewhere where he wa- like he's wanted, right? Like if, if Paul George apparently, and this is you guys again would know this better than I being out there, but like from what I understand, like 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 he lobbied for him. Like, yeah, I, LeBron I want, lobbied for him too. Been a lot of people yeah. lobbied for him over Look the years. Look what we got. All James right, Harden so lobbied. Real for quick him. before we let you go, what are the odds right now, Lakers to make the playoffs? 
Lakers to make the pl- okay. Hold on one second. Okay. Now you, I got, I got to call it up. I got to call it up. Yep. Um. By the way, while I'm doing this, I'm going to multitask okay. because I do want to feed your listeners um some um some winners. Uh, I love Kentucky tonight. By the way, Kentucky going up against Florida. Okay. Uh, lane two and a half. Florida lost their six eleven center Castleton, mm-hmm. and uh, they lost to Arkansas. Um. And I'm looking for. conference winner, division winner, winner specials. Uh, It's not up on the board anymore, guys. But I want to say, if if I remember correctly, I want to say it's like, it's it's somewhere around like, uh, plus one eighty five or, or plus one ninety five for the Lakers to make it to the to, to the playoffs. Okay, so that's um, but but again, really one eighty five. Right, but really quick. Yep. Uh, my my best bet tonight: Kentucky minus two and a half against Florida. They lost. Florida lost their center, uh, and since he's been out, just teams are scoring recklessly uh, in the paint. They're out rebounding, and and also Kentucky's got a great freshman point guard named Wallace who's just absolutely so fun to watch so that's my best bet tonight guys Kentucky, Kentucky minus, minus two, two and a half, half. alright awesome mm-hmm. uh, you're on tonight from 8 until 11 here on 710 ESPN Hey, it's just about NCAA tournament time we're going to rely on you a lot during the NCAA tournament yes. when March Madness hits Kansas baby can they repeat like Florida did back in 2006 and 2007 I say yes alright uh, we will uh, we'll have you back soon Anita Marks thank you very much you got it have a great night everybody Uh, coming up next for you is what's up fool Bergman's gonna throw some stuff at us Mason in Ireland Dandy's in for John 710 ESPN when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks a lot, Chris. All right, so I'm thinking of a new segment, and now hear me out on this. Right, I, you I told actually, me this was coming, didn't tell me I what did, it was. I did, and I actually have Boss Amanda's blessing on it. Okay. We'll see yes, if you I guys are agree on Let's it. Let's see. All right, so as you know, I am no longer dating for a purpose, which you guys think is really stupid. But anyway. I think it's good. You're yeah, just thank, thank dating you for, for a hookup. So you're just thank dating you. to date? Just having fun. To, yeah. pay, exactly. to pay for meals for women? No, 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 no. They can pay too. That's it's very true. He's just having fun. Yeah, just enjoying exactly. no strings having attached. Fun. fun. No yeah. strings attached. You don't have to go eat dinner. Yeah. All right, but what if I find dates throughout the week and use them strictly for content? I go on the date and then report back to it in a segment the next day with no names, no nothing. Is this a good idea or mean? Fantastic idea. I like it. Fantastic idea. Look at AK's face. I fully support this. The problem is the answer is both. It is a great idea. It's a totally mean idea. It's (laughs) both. Well, but they'll never know. Well, that doesn't make it any less know? mean. Well, if I don't use their names, no. But well, but here's the thing. If they listen, they're going to know, oh, yeah, hey, that that's sounds just point. like the date I was on with Greg. <laughs> well, no, and Greg, didn't you say? <laughs> sounds very similar. Didn't you say that, like, you would, like, just have to swipe and it could be, like, anybody? Like, it's not, like, picking right. who you go out with, right? It's like, okay, I'm going to go on and Blind bam, date. it's that girl. It's just, yeah. Like, and he may not be attracted to her. Or anything. It's just going out, seeing what it's like, and then I report back to what happens on it, what we talk about, whatever it happens. So you'll be on what? On Tinder? Bumble. On Bumble. Well, no, but then I have, they have to talk first. No, so then they have Tinder. to talk first to you. Just go Tinder. Just go Tinder? Yeah. Tinder's oh, for yeah. hookups. Tinder's fun. Listen to Jorge. That's the fun but, uh, one. So this is like living, living vicariously, vicariously through Yeah, he's, like the, he's the married guy that is, yes, trying do to- it. Go, go, do, go, it. Go, yeah. do, do it. Do it. Do it. Do all the bad things I used to do, Greg, because I can't do them anymore. You know, so, I, I think it's a great bit. 
I, is it I a think, good bit? Oh, I think it's a great bit. I think people will be riveted by that. I will wait to see exactly how the date went. I will be thrilled. You know who will be really thrilled? Ireland. Ireland. Oh, oh my God. No will no be crazy doubt. over this. Yep. All right, so I'll do this then. Well, I'm going to keep this question here. You're in tomorrow, Andy. I'm going to ask this exact same question tomorrow. Expect the same answer. To John. Yeah. And then we'll decide for next week. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, I heard something on the Travis and Sliwa show today. Emily brought up uh, a guy who, within 45 seconds, knew whether he was into or not into That's a girl. That's wild. I th- you were there for it, Bergman. Yeah. I think you know within 45, 45 seconds. 45 seconds? Oh, absolutely yeah. not. Bam. Absolutely I know the not. moment. I When I was single, I'd know the moment I sat yeah, down. Yeah, I agree. I I'd think, be like. I think like 30 to 45 no. seconds, you know if like you're going to be into this person or I, not. There's a difference between being attracted to the person in the first 45 seconds and getting along with them in the first 45 Who seconds. Who cares about getting along with them in the first 45 seconds? <laughs> to me, the attraction starts and then that's where it builds. <laughs> you have a different life. <laughs> In other words, 45 <laughs> seconds, bam. Like, I remember being on a, uh, a date where I probably within two minutes said, you know, this isn't happening here, but let's have a cup of coffee. Like, that That was, like, normal. I think you know very, very quickly whether or not you're going to be I into agree. somebody. I agree. But the dating on the... Uh, yeah. You're in? Bring that You're up in? with Andy? Greg's yeah. Dating Diary. Oh, Oh, that. I like that. GDD. Dating Diary. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we got to shorten everything? Uh, because it's How about fun. just Greg's Dating, dating Diary? <laughs> exactly. Corporate Greg's Dating Diary. CGDD. <laughs> <laughs> just stop. Corporate Greg's Dating Corporate Diary. Corporate Greg. Wait a minute. GDD. GDD. Okay, we're yeah, going to move on. on. Boy, What's that, fool? <laughs> I'm going to move. Gonna going <laughs> we're going to stick away. All right. Uh, so it came out. Oh, no, I don't want to do that one. So hockey is the uh. best live sport there is. It's not debatable. Don't even try. I'm not having any conversation on it. But the LA Kings have won four games in a row after they, before they lost last night and are one point back of the best record in the West before last night. I don't know what they're at now. It's time to get on the Kings bandwagon. Are you ready to go back to a Kings game? Well, the last one, I took some listeners out to the oh, line. did? That was fun. No, Everything's right. great. Everything was great. Yeah, I'm ready to go back. You ready I, to go back? By the way, th- what we got to do is we got to put together A our meetup. friends from uh, from Hyde with the Kinks. So Hyde is that club, the club within the club thing that they've got, and all of them over there at Hyde listen. And they said, when you want to bring people over here, Come to hide. So I think we could do a really cool thing where we give away a couple of listeners to go to the game with us, and then the hide people let us watch them from in the club. All right. I mean, it's fine by me. I don't really need to go to a club, but that's fine. Oh no, um, it's really, it's really cool. It's where I've, you're been, give- I've been to a Kings game there and in, in Hyde, in Hyde, and it's actually really cool. Great right. food. Yeah. Great oh, yeah, drinks. Well, scene, right. It's a great scene. Is it included with your ticket? It's not like a unz unz club, Greg. Oh, yeah, see, I'm thinking the unz unz club. No, punches, 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 punches. Plus, also saying punches or funches. Punches, punches, punches. You can find maybe one of the GDDs there. Oh yeah. Oh, the CGDD. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I'll go to a hockey game anytime. Uh, it's, we, had a, we actually had a really good time there. We had a snafu that kind of screwed the whole thing up. But, Everything was but we, had, we had a great time there, and we, I will happily do it again. All right, uh, Andy? Hockey's fun live. Hockey's it, so much fun. Isn't it the best sport live? It's great. It is great live. You don't actually have to be a fun. There's funches for you right now, Jorge. You're saying funches, 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 funches. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? So we found out that Alan went on vacation to Mexico, Miguel de Allende. Yes, he did. And you guys seem to be like really into like that city. Greg was actually looking up the city and how cool it is and stuff like that. So what makes you visit a certain place? Is it something you research or word of mouth? So... Like, how do you decide to go on what part of whatever? In the we world? have a really specific thing that we're looking for. We want there to be thermal hot waters wherever we go. And literally, <laughs> wherever we go, if we're going somewhere, there's hot water there. Oh, the bathroom. Oh, every yeah, bathroom yeah, has yeah, hot no. water. No, like uh, Nicaragua. Like hot springs? Hot springs, uh, thermal stuff. There's a thermal river down in uh, Costa Rica that we go to. Uh, literally, no matter where we pick, it's it's based around, we're going to New Mexico in a couple of weeks, near Santa Fe, great hot water, thermal waters. So that's kind of what I look for, is I look for those natural hot springs, because uh, I like to soak and read 
people that follow Instagram probably have seen Not on it. the food, not on the things to do there? Just- uh, no, I like to soak. I like a good <laughs> soak. No, I like doing one big thing a day, like, uh, like I'll go ziplining one day. That'll be like a thing that we did. Coast, uh, Bergman, you went to our place down in Costa Rica. It was incredible, and they did have the thermal hot water, and it was the best massage I've ever had in my life there. Period. Zip lining, fantastic. So much fun. Yeah. Everything was right there for you, so you didn't have to ever leave the property. I like to do a couple of good things. For food, though, if I'm going for food, I, boy, I'll tell you, I really like going to Italy. That's the best food okay. I've ever had is in Italy. Uh, why? Well, how do you pick a place, Jorge? Uh, just Brenda's like, hey, what do you feel like going to summer? And I start <laughs> bringing up different ideas. So, That's how we do it. Okay. Or we go based on word of mouth. Like, hey, we should check this out because such and such went there and the food is great. We can do these activities. But it's different. I'm going to go I'm gonna go here. It's different now with like a kid. Sure. So You yeah. can always go there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anywhere. But you do. You, so you need somewhere where you can bring Maite. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to enjoy it too, right? You know? Right. So it's just a little. Bergman, different. how do you pick spots? I guess word of mouth was at least how you picked Costa Rica. Well, that's how I picked Costa Rica, and that's <laughs> kind of what it is. I want to go somewhere. I mean, I want a little bit of everything. I want to be able to have, you know, like the sightseeing, but I also want to be able to relax by a pool or a beach. So I need a little bit of both of those things. Boss Amanda, how do you pick a spot? Wine. Oh, really? Just wine, straight <laughs> yeah, up wine. Straight up wine. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I Andy? like that. Uh, for me, it's usually a combination of food. Like, the food is a really big deal, and is it a culture that's really different than my own? Like, I, I, I want to experience something a little bit different. Right. Like, I, I don't mind a language. Like, where's your last vacation? Last vacation was probably Mexico. Yeah. But, you know, that's not necessarily super different, but different enough. Yeah, right. But, you know, going to, like, Spain. Experience some culture. Yeah, going to Spain, going to Australia. Like, I've, I've been to some different places that I think it's different enough and then in the meantime, like Spain, the food is amazing. Spain is crazy food. It's yeah, so crazy good. Food. But like, Delicious. I really want to go to Japan. And it's a combination of culture, food. Been to Japan. It's it's just amazing. Japan's high up there for me. Greece is high up there for Greece me. Greece is great. I have never been to Italy. I would oh. like to go to Italy. Italy is is where the food is, man. Italy is where the food is. And they're like, is. there are parts oh. of South America I'd like to go to. Again, yeah. like food, different cultures. My goal is to get to as many different countries as I can. You and Sliwa, actually. Sliwa's yeah, Sli- been all over the Sli- world. Sliwa's been all over Africa. I was all over Africa, too, uh, years ago. I, I wouldn't make that trip necessarily now, but I, I, was, I, I got to probably seven or eight African countries. Uh, What's up, fool? What's up? It's time to break. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? Oh, we are, uh, no. We're done. What's going on over there? That's uh, it? Yeah, yeah Jorge, why don't you say what you said, Jorge? No. <laughs> Literally one of your questions was, do you want to go to a hockey game? Yes. <laughs> he put a lot of thought into today. Exactly. Look, one. that one, look, first of all, that was a good question because then you started talking about Hyde and how we're going to go to Hyde and we're going to do this. True. And, it, exactly. and it sets up everybody having another take a listener to a hockey game. Excellent. See, we, look, there's plans for everything. There are plans. All right, coming up next for you, what Darvin Ham said after practice today. Uh, after uh, Lakers uh, shoot around. Very, very interesting. Uh, plus, how long could you live on just Heinz ketchup? Uh, that's coming up next for you. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN.